So I continue to be uh, reading the book of Daniel. I'm not really far, actually. I'm really not in a hurry. Uh, I tell people a lot of times I used to teach um, a college Sunday school class, and I used to share with them that unlike their college classes, uh, where you pretty much have to get through your textbook before the end of the semester, that it's not the case with the Bible. So we tend to look at things in segments as we knock on the door of fall and we have a new school year starting. Uh, We tend to think of um, beginnings and endings. So we're starting a new class and um, I'm going to take so many tests and do so many projects and then I'm going to take a final exam and then I have that in my rearview mirror and I move on to the next thing. And that's true, and obviously we need to do that uh, to get that degree in um, a good time period and not take 10 years to do it. Um, But when it comes to the study of the Bible, um, I just totally enjoy going over a word or two or a verse. There are times when I may read quickly and go through large swaths, I love that word, swaths, of uh, passages And then there are times that I will literally not get very far at all. Um, So anyway, I've been lingering over a passage in Daniel that says he gives wisdom to the wise. And I just kind of got struck by that um, because it's interesting. Is he giving wisdom to people who are already wise? So he's giving wisdom upon wisdom. And I thought about the story of the talents the uh, parable that Jesus shares in Matthew 25 and to the one that did nothing with his single talent he took that talent alone away and gave it to the man who had more tenants who had more talents 10 talents and I thought that was interesting because that goes against our at least our worldly philosophy in certain circles that you take from the rich and give to the poor Um, in God's economy he's very big into stewardship wants to give to that which is going to multiply and so he it says he will um, you know even uh, for those that have he will give even more abundantly and uh, let me see if I can find a verse Um, because when you think about it like a lottery winner um you know, oftentimes lottery winners go um, bankrupt, and that's because they don't have the uh, they don't have the skills really to um, manage their money. Hence, the reason why they're buying lottery tickets in the first place. Um, anyway, so I just started looking up wisdom, and then, on the other hand, of course, instead of he gives wisdom to the wise, is that they wouldn't be wise in the first place if it wasn't for the wisdom that God gave them to begin with. So I started looking up a couple of different passages at, that stand out. One is um, Psalm 111, verse 10, which says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So right there, right off the bat, um, the very beginning of wisdom starts with fearing the Lord. And then the other is out of Proverbs 2. And um, it's actually just a great passage where it says, My son, if you accept my words, store up my commands within you, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding. And if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as for silver and search for it uh, as for hidden treasure, 
Then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom, and from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He holds victory in store for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk, whose walk is blameless. For he guards the course of the just and protects the way of his faithful ones. And if you look up the passage, and you probably didn't hear it, but if you look at it, you'll see it. It says, there's a lot of active words here. So if you accept my words, so that's receiving something. If you store up my commands, if you turn your ear toward wisdom, if you apply your heart to understanding, if you call out for help, cry aloud for understanding, look, search, so it's all these things that um, we can be doing, and then God gives generous, generously to those who ask. So anyway, um, just thought it was an interesting thought on wisdom, and I hope you have a wise day. Hello, it's uh, Saturday morning, and um, I'm actually uh, recording this as I'm getting my uh, coffee ready. Um, sorry that bothers you. No, I'm sorry. Thank you for listening anyway. I'll explain that in a moment. Uh, there's a little contraption we have that's this Cuisinart, um, coffee maker, and you, uh, can put the beans in and put a timer in there. Normally is what I've been doing, and then it'll ground freshly the beans and make a nice fresh cup of coffee, but... I was just too uh, tired to do that the night before, a.k.a. Friday night. So, anyway, the reason why I made a reference about sorry is because I just saw a post on LinkedIn that said, to change the negativity with a positivity, and the example they used was, if you're running late for an appointment, instead of saying, I'm sorry I'm late, say, thank you for waiting. And I probably shouldn't do this. Probably should just let such comments go. But because he had a lot of comments that were positive to this uh, suggestion, I didn't like it personally. I said that I don't think of an apology as a negativity. That an apology can be very positive. It's taking responsibility. It's also freeing because you're just expressing, you know something that you should be um, responsible for and that that's a liberating thing so I said but I do appreciate the idea of replacing a negative with a positive in other areas and the example I used came from a book by Peggy Noonan um, a speechwriter for Ronald Reagan who wrote in the book called What I Saw at the Revolution that Reagan liked to replace negative with positive. So, okay, here comes the part where you put the beans in. Are you ready? So this is the part I'm sorry about. Um, yeah, does that sound good? These are fresh beans right there. Anyway, Reagan would replace the expression I'll never forget with, that's negative, I'll never, never is negative, um, forget and replace it with what? I can't hear you. I'll always remember. So I do like that idea of 
in most cases if you can replace a negative with a positive. I just don't think sorry is necessarily negative. It's just owning it up. That's my worthwhile word for the day. Um, it's been a little bit since I posted. Hope this is of some value to someone somewhere, sometime, somehow. Have a good one.